0: Hello, and welcome to a very, very special episode 19 of Establish the Collection. I'm Cody Main, joined as always by my co-host, Gary Hartman. Gary, how's life back in the city treating you?
1: We're doing okay. Besides the fact that it just took me two hours to find a parking spot, uh, I'm doing okay. And you know what? What can be wrong? Football is in two days, guys. Two days. Nothing can go wrong here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A very special episode because we are graced by the presence of a man who needs no introduction. Adam Levitan is back making his first appearance since he helped us kick this thing off in episode one. Adam, welcome back, how's it going? Yeah, I mean,
2: it's going well. I I love what you guys have done with the podcast. You're getting the clips out there, the GTO clips, you know, everybody knows the key to having a successful podcast is you need to touch on two topics, sex and gambling, and you're gonna have a successful podcast and you guys I think are doing a good job. Well, maybe you can bring some sex
0: on the podcast tonight, but uh, we, we do want to get into some football talk here. Uh, obviously, things are starting to get hot and heavy. We're all getting extremely busy as week one of the NFL season approaches. I just saw that our first run of DFS projections are live on the site. Uh, so a quick reminder, if you guys are playing DFS, do not forget to head to EstablishTheRun.com, subscribe to the in-season package. That's where you'll find all the actual information you guys need to be successful this season. But that's not why Adam's here today. We brought Adam on to help us launch a brand new partnership with Dibs, a platform that allows users to trade fractional interests in sports cards. Uh, Dibs is something that we've talked about briefly on the podcast, Gary, I believe. But uh, for those who are new, Dibs is the first 24-7 online marketplace for trading fractional shares of sports cards. With Dibs, you can instantly buy and sell fractional shares of your favorite sports cards directly from your phone or computer. No more fees from eBay, no more hours of packing and shipping cards, getting stuff damaged. No more of the BS that we've had to deal with with the traditional card market in years past. So, Gary and I have had a blast playing around on the site. We've already been buying and selling for a few months. Now we're excited to share it all with you. So, if you haven't signed up for an account yet, check out the link in the description for the show uh, for more details. But, Gary's got it. G- Gary's got dibs pulled up on our screen now. If you're following along on YouTube, highly recommend checking that out. You guys can see what the platform looks like. Um, the reason we brought Adam on. We just think that the best way to give you guys a glimpse of the platform and explain how fun and easy it is, is to do kind of a a fantasy draft, what we're all what we're all good at. Right. Um, So we're going to get a little skin in the game. Got Adam here to do a three man snake draft of NFL sports cards, active players only. So similar to fantasy football, where we track performance, you know, based off of fantasy points and and how we do each week or each year, we're going to track performance, but only based off of how much a player's card market increases throughout the week or throughout the season. So have the best ROI at the end of the season. You walk away with bragging rights. Obviously, you walk away with a bigger bag. That's what we're all here for. So we're going to kick it to Adam. We'll let our guest select first. In the sports card world, we know quarterbacks are king. So for this draft, we'll be selecting three quarterbacks each, one running back, and one wide receiver. We get a $100 weekly budget, $20 invested per pick. Adam, don't worry about any of the uh, sports card lingo we will handle that you don't have to worry about buying any jalen hurts college jerseys because dibs doesn't have any of that on their platform so go up go for it with the 101 who you got Uh, i i gotta ask the rock has a a card and it's (laughs) worth ten thousand dollars
1: yeah you want to see it it's this uh Um, miami bumblebee like i guess this was kind of it's one of those perforated sports illustrated for kids cards that was uh I guess probably given away when he was at the university of Miami in some sort of like game manual, a game, game uh, program or something. And yeah, people love these cards. So the rock's not on the table today though, but you know, the rock, the rock cards, five figures.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting because obviously Patrick Mahomes is going to be the most valuable, but we're looking for Delta, right? We're looking for change across the course of the season, right? Yep. I, I think, you know, I, I, without knowing too, too much about the card market, I think that the players whose teams win the most are most likely to go up, even if they're already high, right? So, you know, I guess it's boring, but, but I think the Chiefs, in my opinion, are the overwhelming favorite to win the Super Bowl. And so even though Mahomes' cards are already cresting towards what I would figure to be some kind of peak, I mean, my God, they could go even higher if he wins another Super Bowl. So... I think that's most likely I'll go ahead and say, uh, I'll go ahead and take Mahomes first.
1: Uh, I think that's a very good pick. Obviously, the probably the best player in the league. Um, Dibs has a good portfolio for Patrick Mahomes here. You can see they got his Panini Contenders Optic rookie ticket valued at around $18,000 on the site right now. Two Prism Silver rookies of him, also one a nine, one a ten. So a good portfolio here. Something that's really fun about Dibs is that you can – And one of the reasons we're so excited about the partnership is you could just invest in the player's market overall. You know, obviously the more cards that come into that, the better, but you can invest in their market. And as their overall, you know, mostly rookie card market goes up or down, you'll uh, reap the benefits of that. Obviously, uh, can't go wrong with that pick in the one-on-one.
0: Yeah. As Gary mentioned, you don't have to worry about uh, any sort of college jersey cards. You don't have to worry about any ungraded cards. You don't have to worry about any, you know, fraudulent cards. Dibs is out there sourcing the best cards, adding it to the player's portfolio you don't even need to select on the individual card if you don't want to you can just buy the entire player's portfolio so when you select to buy patrick mahomes you're buying all five cards listed there uh, and, and as the the value of his portfolio increases so does so does your investment so uh, very innovative feature i think in making it easier for people that don't understand the don't quite understand the card market making it a little easier for them to get involved all right Gary, you're up with the 102
1: all right good let me get back to the uh, the screen here 102. Obviously, as we talk about with this a lot, and you just mentioned, quarterback is king here, right? So really have to think. And it looks like they have all the pinnacle quarterbacks in the league are on the site. We got Mahomes, we got Brady, we got Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar, Russ, uh, we got Baker, we got Tuas, we got some of the younger guys as well. Um, This also may be boring, and, you know, it's going to be hard to see him, you know, surpass what he did last year, kind of taking that mega leap. But I am so bullish on the Bulls offense once again. Um, I think that Josh Allen has as good of a chance as, as winning an MVP this year as any quarterback in the league. Uh, I've been trying to stack them up in best ball as much as I possibly can. And so I'm going to go with Josh Allen with the 102. Um, you know, Just coming off, just w- what a remarkable year. Set up as, as, strongly, as strong as any quarterback really is in the league. Uh, I'm very excited about Josh Allen. I'm excited about his card market moving forward. I'm going to take Josh Allen with the, the 102.
0: All right, and since you've got your account pulled up here and you've actually yeah. got some funds that we can play with That's a little good. bit, why don't you show the people what it looks like to actually buy a totally. fraction of Josh Allen?
1: So, so we're doing 20 bucks per um, card here, as you said, $100 weekly. So basically I'm just buying into the player collection, the Josh Allen market as a whole. And as this goes up or down throughout the season is what we will track as far as competition against each other. So I'm going to go ahead and buy $20 of Josh Allen card collection. And boom, there it is.
2: Perfect yeah all right god they they were throw so throw heavy at the end of last season and into the playoffs and then in the the preseason game they're like i will let josh allen play takes 18 snaps in the preseason they call 17 passes i know on the first 18 plays i mean they're gonna josh allen's you know like his ceiling projection between his A dot and their throw rate is going is like literally breaking like Leone's sheets like it <laughs> literally can't handle Josh Allen because of their aggression vertically and how often they pass.
0: It's crazy. And I, I think, think it's in, in okay. the card market too, especially I think there's there's still enough people out there that are questioning whether last year was a fluke, whether he can whether he can do that again this year. And man, I I wouldn't be shocked if he. I I would expect the offense to regress as a whole some. Man, if they didn't if they didn't leave everything on the field last year, there's still more more growth there. Another year of provability. Uh, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's card market could really solidify itself going into going into this year.
1: Yeah. and I think depending where you look, he's either third or fourth in MVP favorite odds this year. I'm looking at plus fourteen hundred right now on a uh, site I just pulled up. So somewhere around there, uh, as far as MVP favorite, you know, somewhere in the top five makes sense to me for, for Josh Allen.
0: All right, I'm on the clock. We're looking for Delta, right? I don't think there's anybody uh, on the board right now whose card market has fallen more uh, over the last year plus than Lamar Jackson. And I think that we could get to a point with Lamar Jackson uh, heading into this season. I know that there's some injuries at the receiving core. Uh, There seem to be dealing with injuries every other day at the running back position, but I believe in Lamar Jackson. I believe in his ability to get back to MVP caliber play. And when he was going on that MVP run, his card market was insane. He's got a cult following. He's an electric guy, um, charismatic guy. So I think that plays well with his card market. I think if the Ravens take another step, uh, long postseason run, or if he gets back to that MVP winning ways, I think we could see his mark- card market really, really pop just seeing his prism base card on dibs for $711, knowing what we saw it go for during that MVP run in 2019 seems kind of crazy. So uh, for my first selection, I've got Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I
2: I mean, there was a time we actually had Lamar as the number one quarterback this year for fantasy. We backed off that with the injuries to Bateman mm-hmm. um, and to some other guys. Key piece on their team, obviously, J.K. Dobbins. But but yeah, I mean, I think that Lamar is capable of winning MVP. Again, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind And Mark Andrews can play better. And they're going to need Lamar more this year with no Dobbins. And, uh, you know, I would not surprise me at all. Let's put it that way. If Lamar was this year's number one fantasy quarterback.
0: Yeah, totally agree with you. Yeah, we just just looking at the this was kind of the peak of of sports card madness. And obviously, we've seen the market cool a little bit since then. But August of 2020, his cards were going for his prism base cards. The one that you see on the screen for $711 were going for north of $3,600. So clearly, there's been a big fall off. Uh, you know, last year didn't help his case a whole lot, but uh, yeah, fully expect that to to bounce back up throughout the season, assuming he plays well. All right, I think if we're, if we're going true snake style, I guess I'm back on the clock. Mm-hmm. I got to stay on brand. Uh, you guys, you guys probably wouldn't snipe me on this one, but I'm I'm just gonna go with it. I don't care if we're in round two. Tua Tagovailoa. With my second selection. Talked yeah. a lot about Tua this offseason. And again, looking for Delta, somebody that I think could really improve their status in the league, uh, status in the sports card world. I mean, I don't think that an offseason sets up better for somebody like Tua. We've talked about it. Ryan Fitzpatrick's out of town, no longer looking over his shoulder. They've added rep- weapons in the wide receiver core. Uh, he's uh, another year removed from the hip injury. He gets a full NFL offseason under his belt. I really like Tua this season. I've got full two of cards full fiscal two of cards. Uh, but I'll, I'll get as much action as I can in the fractional streets too. So, uh, second selection to attack by Loa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like it. I mean, you know, you, you, tell me if I'm wrong here, Adam, but seemingly all positive buzz for Tua coming out of camp and, and in, into the preseason. Um, you know, they they are able to really kind of build that offense around him this year. Obviously, his weapons are improved, you know, and, you know, we're talking about somebody that was a consensus number one overall player for most of his college career. So somebody that I, I've understood your, your um, excitement about all offseason, Cody.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest issue around the Dolphins, the offensive line, Brandon Thorne, who does the offensive line ranks for us, has the Dolphins offensive line, I think stone cold dead last 32nd. Overall, or somewhere in the bottom three. Um, But from a weaponry perspective, I mean, you know, I think Jalen Waddell was probably overdrafted, but still really good player. Will Fuller, obviously, we love. Devontae Parker, I think, is underrated. And they get Gaskin, who plays well in the past game. They have Bowden. They have Jusikhi. Shout out Penn State. And so for Tua to finally get a full camp, to be another year removed from the hip injury, um, not having Ryan Fitzpatrick, the GOAT, looking over his shoulder I would agree it's all trending up for 2 and it's trending up for the dolphins too um I'd be surprised if they were able to win the division this year but I think they have a reasonable chance to make the playoffs and and I think that would be a, a nice boost to Tua's card stock I assume
1: yeah. And the only real threat there would be Deshaun Watson maybe coming in as far as, you know, actual playing time to Tua. We don't have any real evidence to, to suggest that that's happening anytime soon. We have to assume that this Dolphins team's going in full swing with Tua at the at the helm. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see how this card portfolio grows as well. Obviously we talk a lot about this too, Cody, but you know, that 2020 PRISM class, people are probably still getting those cards back from PSA. I'm guessing the pop on that PRISM rookie that we see there, the base will continue to grow. However, you know, there's certainly also going to be opportunities for, for dibs to add, you know, some of the more rare stuff, some of the rookie patch autograph from national treasures, um, maybe some of the, the, the shorter printed colored stuff. So, you know, dibs is uh, certainly looking to expand their portfolio as they go on here. So I think Tua is a perfect example of a quarterback where we could see this portfolio to continue to grow.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would love to see some some National Treasure RPA out of '99s. You know, some of that shorter printed stuff, more rare stuff for these these newer quarterbacks. Getting some of these uh, base cards on the platform and adding to them with the more rare stuff is is definitely appealing.
1: Yep. Yep. Totally. All right. So uh, I guess I'm back on the clock here. Um, you know, I think it makes sense for us to keep hammering away at quarterbacks. And uh, I'm between two guys here, right? In in this range here. So obviously we Dak Prescott, somebody we've spoken about a lot. Um, you know, certainly favored for comeback player of the year. Somebody that is, you know, has the chance to be in the most prolific offense, especially from a fantasy fantasy perspective in the league. And then I'm looking at this guy right underneath him, Kyler Murray, um, who is a consensus top three, four fantasy quarterback this year, who should be settling in nicely going into his third NFL season, who we've seen just in, you know, incredible highlight reel type plays. I think he's just scratching the surface as far as his ceiling's concerned. In my opinion, the only thing holding this guy back is Cliff Kingsbury. But uh, as a Giants fan, I think I'm gonna go with Kyler Murray with my pick here. I wanna I wanna stay off Dak. Uh, we have the Select uh, Field Level Silver Prism rookie in the in the portfolio right now. That's a card I love. I'm big on the Select Football rookies, uh, and Kyler's just someone that I'm I'm excited about. I I've, I've been trying to grab more and more of him in Best Ball when he falls a little bit past his ADP. Uh, I like their end of season schedule a lot, so I've been trying to you know pair him with Hopkins where I can there, and he's just someone that I think obviously as long as he stays healthy, uh, we'll just continue to improve.
2: Yeah, um, I actually am glad that you took Kyler because I, I wasn't going to take him. I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury for them to be a winning <laughs> team at all. A- am I on the clock? Do you want to have a Kyler Murray comment, Cody? Yeah,
1: no, that I, I that was what I said. My Cliff is Cliff Kingsbury is my only concern, <laughs> and I don't think there's much to say there. I think um, he's it's a valid concern, Cliff Kingsbury as a as as a yeah. man in charge there for sure.
2: Kyler's a beast though. Uh, all all
1: right, right, so I will I'll purchase my Kyler Murray share since we are on my account. I'm going to, uh, going to pick some Kyler Murray, $20 into his collection. Got it. Awesome. You are up, my friend. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Okay. I actually really like this one when we we're talking about Delta. I actually think that the Browns, like, if the Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl, I actually think the Browns might win the Super Bowl. From top to bottom, the Browns have more talent than the Chiefs. Like, there's no doubt. Their defense is so much improved from a talent perspective. I mean, obviously, they're absolutely loaded at offensive line. And I think they're kind of loaded at skill players if you count Cream Hunt, they have so many good tight ends. And, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones will be getting some run, even though they won't play too many three wide receiver sets. I mean, Odell reportedly looks really healthy. I mean, I, if it wasn't for the Chiefs, like the Browns would be like really in, in a prime place to go to Super Bowl and win it along with the Bills. And so, you know, I, I know the Chiefs play the Browns in week one. I think if the Browns can win that game somehow... I assume Baker's market would spike a little bit. And I think as people realize how good this Browns team is, I mean, I don't necessarily think Baker is like the best player in the world, but, you know, he's kind of like charismatic. He's kind of a good looking dude. You know, he's in commercials and stuff like that. Like I could see that being reflected in the card market some. And if he were to upset the Chiefs this year in the playoffs and go to Super Bowl and win it, I mean, I would assume that the cards would go through the roof. So I think Baker, maybe not on his individual play, which has been, up and down i do think he'll play much better this year but just on the play of the team like i mean i assume baker's market is somewhat depressed relative to these other guys right now and so i think their team has a really good chance to be really 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 good like i have a bunch of bets on uh browns to win the afc north and browns to make the playoffs and browns over on wins and, and i still like all those a lot and so yeah
0: i, I think baker would make a lot of sense Yeah, and Baker's card market, too, makes sense from just a macro perspective because, as we saw with with NBA, basketball cards really shot up in population counts with the 2019 class with Luca and Trey and DeAndre Ayton and those guys. We saw it kind of happen in the NFL, but not until 2019. So if you look at that base prism, PSA 10 there for Baker, that's valued at $518 on dibs. That card has a population count of 887 That's from the 2018 class. If you fast forward one year to 2019, Someone like Drew Locke, his population count on his PSA 10 base rookie card is 2,900 right now. So there's almost 2,100 more um, Drew Locke base prism cards than there is for Baker Mayfield. So I like that just from a macro card perspective. The, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot more of those come back from grading at this point where PSA is at through their their backlog, maybe a few more than than older quarterbacks. But uh, yeah, I, I, we've talked a lot about the Browns offense this offseason and the Browns team as a whole. So I really like that selection there. All right. With my next, uh, for my next trick,
2: I am going to take uh, Dak Prescott, who I actually am not familiar with how his card market is doing since the injury, but there was so much overblown about his shoulder during camp. I mean, you know, Jay Glazer said the shoulder is no problem. And like, I I don't know what people are thinking, doubting Jay Glazer. So I know his ADP, uh, Dak's ADP had really sunk. Like I saw him get into the eighth round at times in some softer format, even formats even the ninth round and so i don't know what dax card market has been doing but man i mean if i had to bet on one team to lead the league in yardage this year it might be the cowboys uh they are just going to absolutely be so good on offense and honestly i don't think they're going to play that well on thursday night so maybe you wait to make this buy until after the game against the bucks i don't know um but i think they'll play well over the course of the season on offense at least and yeah i you know Dak health concerns are, are are almost non-existent to me, and and they're going to have Amari and Lamb for the long term. I think Gallup likely walks as a free agent, but I think Lamb and, and Amari is is enough
0: uh, to keep it going. So so yeah, I would take Dak. Yeah, I was buying up Dak physical cards too right before the shoulder entry. and and as you alluded to, his market actually did really fall off. Uh, around the time that that injury was announced. He was creeping upwards of $800, $900. Uh, that card settled in right around $750 right now. I think what you mentioned there with with kicking things off Thursday night, first game, they are, what, seven and a half point dogs right now on the road in Tampa Bay. If they get their doors blown off or don't look great, maybe there's another buying window there um, before we head into the regular season. But, man, yeah, I, I, we love this offense. I love Dak. I love the weapons that he has. So love that buy right there.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Uh, no, no argument there. And again, uh, that, that 2015, 2016 prism class, such lower pops, you know, and uh, America's team, we, we spoke about Dak at length a couple of weeks ago, but there's lots of reasons to be bullish on his card market. But I love that call from Adam. If we think the bucks win on Thursday, if we think that Dallas particularly and Dak might be a little bit rusty or, or whatever it may be, I would definitely wait till for, uh, this weekend early next week to, to make some Cowboys purchases as far as card markets concern. Absolutely. Um, all right. So I think I'm back on the clock here. Might as well finish off my three quarterback run. And I'm going to go with a guy that I'm hoping they let cook all season this year. I'm hoping Shane Waldron to entrance really kind of lets us see what we saw for the first six, seven weeks of last season with Russell Wilson across the entire Season because it's a guy that you know it's, it seems to be spoken at ad nauseum about the fact that he's never won an MVP award um, you know and it, I think if you, I think that's kind of overblown because if you go back there's no season that he should have theoretically won an MVP award but uh, you know definitely means that he's he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league I think that he will get there eventually and there's no reason to think that this season doesn't have as good of an opportunity for that as any other so give me Russell Wilson out of that 2012 class you know he's he's back to those uh, last. Couple of years of the tops Chrome rookies, which we have in here. We also have a Contenders Auto ten in here, which I, I absolutely love that card. Uh, you know, Russ, I'm bullish on Metcalf. I'm bullish on Lockett this year. I'm 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 in on Russ. I'm excited about what they could do under Waldron in general, especially from a fantasy perspective. And I just think if we if Russ is in that MVP conversation again, if Russ is able to put up those superb fantasy numbers again, we will see that market increase as the season goes on. So so give me Russell Wilson here with for my third quarterback pick.
0: I love it. You guys really left me with the greatest football player in NFL history with <laughs> with my with my final quarterback pick. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just select Tom Brady. I know we're still looking for Delta, but it seems like this guy's cards just keep going up and up and up in price. And there there's no it seems to be no settling. Um, I like the little I like the the cards that dibs has on their platform. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot left to say about Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. Uh, if, if he gets eight rings, I don't think it makes a big difference from between eight and seven, but I don't think that this legacy is going anywhere anytime soon. I think the Bucks are for real again. They bring back pretty much everyone from the Super Bowl winning team last year, so uh, no reason to think that this card market is going to fall off anytime soon, so I'll just take the safety with Tom Brady. Yeah. They return, first team since like 1970,
2: something. they return every single starter from their Super Bowl winning team, and they're getting O.J. Howard back on offense, which Crazy. Uh, I think he's gonna make a difference yeah i mean they're absolutely loaded. and they'll get a full season of antonio brown who um yeah i mean could make a big difference for tom brady also um going back to the russell wilson selection quickly i mean dude has no sex with ciara <laughs> and then all of a sudden now he's like mr sex like you know dressing up all fancy on like the cover of gq and stuff that's got to be good for his card market he's like a he's like a pop figure now like a. I don't know, like everybody knows Russell, like my wife knows Russell Wilson now because like, you know, he's piping CR or whatever, you know, it's like, I I don't know. It's, it's, it's gotta be good for the card market.
1: (laughs) It definitely is. It definitely is. Um,
0: All right, we're gonna get our, we're gonna get our first skill position player taken off the board here as I wrap around. Uh, and, And actually, as you look at the Dibs platform, we know that they have plans to continue to add NFL players as the season continues, but the wide receiver and running back markets are pretty thin. So it is gonna drop off here quickly. I know we've only got, uh, three selections total to make per position, but wide receiver is going to fall off fairly quickly, I believe. And I want to get in there real quick on DeAndre Hopkins. I think he is the best receiver on the platform. Um, you know, t- tail- tailing off of what Gary said with Kyler, I really expect another another bounce back from from Kyler this season. The only thing that maybe holds him back is is Cliff Kingsbury, but I expect him to dominate. Uh, in terms of fantasy this season expect big numbers expect them to contend uh and and low pop counts on deandre hopkins stuff from 2013 they just weren't producing a whole lot of cards then so uh really like the 2013 tops and 2013 panini cards from deandre hopkins hmm you took away gary's stack
1: yeah you did that's absolutely right and um you know, he's yeah. You just mentioned one of those rare guys that has the prism and tops chrome cards, right? That 2013 class, him, Travis Kelsey. Uh, it looks like recently, over the last year or so, the tops, uh, the prism has started to perform better, uh, as, at least as far as silvers or refractors are concerned. We were talking about this, you and I, I think, off air with Travis Kelsey a couple of weeks ago. Um, but you know, I think both both cards, you can't go wrong. Uh, as far as DeAndre Hopkins is concerned, who I believe, uh, a, an investor, uh, a, a, a friend of the dibs community. So DeAndre Hopkins being the first receiver off the board is, is fitting.
0: Hmm.
2: Good for him. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. And so I'm, I'm back up here. So back onto my skill position, guys, let's take a look here. Um, I think I'm going to go in the running back realm of things. And I think I'm going to go with a guy who is the darling of fantasy football. We played three games last year. Um, But, you know, we've spoken a lot about this as well, that fantasy success and fantasy hype has, especially on the skill position side of things, translated directly to fantasy card markets. And Christian McCaffrey – the, the undoubted one-on-one pick in all of fantasy football this year, undoubtedly going to have that offense built around him. Uh, even the new offense was with Sam Darnold there and their good receivers. Uh, as long as he stays healthy, he should be, you know, the, again, the, the, the priciest running back on the slate every week in DFS. He should be a, a rock to build any kind of weekly or season long roster around and just somebody that, Flashes when he's on the field, somebody that I'm interested in from a running back perspective. So, so you know what? Give, give me Christian McCaffrey to have a nice bounce back coming off the injury late in 2020 season and kind of increase his, his overall market as the season goes along.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's going to smash. Obviously, I have concerns about how good the Panthers can be, but I, I do like the way they've kind of built their team and set it up. And I do have some faith in Joe Brady. Um, and I do think Sam Darnold will play better. It's just, it's obvious they're not going to compete this year. They could address the quarterback position. Um, maybe and get there in the future, but how long can Christian McCaffrey do this for? Like if the Panthers get good in four years, McCaffrey could be totally dusted by then. So from a team perspective, I'd be a little bit worried on him, but, but obviously he's going to totally smash.
1: Yeah, that's totally fair. I, I've, I'm thinking from a delta of weeks one through eighteen of the regular yeah. season. Uh, this is a buy for me. After that, I think about probably you know selling off towards the end of the season, or if if I'm talking about having some of his stuff in on hand, that's probably what I'm looking at. But I think just as far as kind of a, you know not a sure thing, but a good chance of increasing over the next couple months, I think uh, McCaffrey has as good of a chance of, of as any running back in the
2: league. Yep. For sure. Uh, so. Okay. I come on for my last two, right? Yep. And I have to take a running back or a wide receiver, right? Yeah, you got one running back and one wide receiver left. Okay. Now I'll go ahead and and keep the stack going with Nick Chubb, who um, I don't love for fantasy because it's really hard to get there when you don't really catch passes and you're going to lose time to Kareem Hunt. But Nick Chubb could still score like 20 touchdowns this year, like no problem whatsoever on this really good Browns team with arguably the NFL's best offensive line and so I don't know like what people think about Nick Chubb in the card community like it's kind of a case it's kind of split in fantasy where like the sharps are kind of off Nick Chubb in fantasy and kind of the more casual players are on Nick Chubb in fantasy um personable dude I don't know if sure. that matters at all but I mean absolute beast you can make a case he's just the best pure runner in the NFL right now on a really good team so I, you know if I've taken running back which I probably wouldn't if I didn't have to. I'll I'll go with with Nick Chubb.
0: Yeah, I like that. And you talk about terms of Delta. The the Nick Chubb card market is fairly cheap right now. And if you're expecting your Browns to make a pretty long playoff run, postseason run, that's definitely a guy that would be Uh, heavily involved in that and somebody that would see their card market improve he's one of those guys that uh derrick henry had a lot of this to him too just one of those guys that if he smashes on physicality some of those you know hand in the dirt silva types are are really gonna buy that up so really like the nick chubb call there yeah who you got at receiver okay receiver
2: man i mean you know what? I'm just going to take him. I was going to say I was going to say AJ Brown, but I, I actually think that I prefer DK Metcalf now. They've been going kind of in the same place in drafts. Both are just absolutely popping in the PSM, but I think DK <laughs> Metcalf could actually break it. And if if he's able to do the things that Shane Waldron is talking about, run more quick hitters run more bubble screens get the bottom russ's hands quickly and get it to metcalf which we don't know if he can do you know based on his three cone time or whatever but if he can do that stuff i mean he could just go absolutely nuclear this year and the seahawks are in a very difficult division but at least like with Russ, like there's some chance every year they can make a run to the super bowl i think and so i'll go with DK metcalf i mean just absolute freak ascending talent um on a on a good not great I don't think but on a a good enough team who they where they could win 12 games and it wouldn't shock me
0: yeah you mentioned DJ DK Metcalf and AJ Brown there was actually at a point this offseason a pretty sizable gap between their markets but I think the the card market has kind of warmed on AJ Brown and now they're pretty close and I actually just pulled up DK Metcalf's market for just his physical cards This card last sold, um, data from Card Ladder, this card last sold for $874. So you're getting the silver, that is. So you're getting a nice little discount, too, there on uh, your dibs purchase for the silver DK Metcalf 850-24. So I like that. I like that call.
1: Yep. And my stacks just keep getting stolen from me here. But uh, (laughs) I, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, obviously pops off the PSM model. It's just an absolute ridiculous freak. Uh, is DK Metcalf and yeah I mean I like both those picks going back to Chubb you know it's yeah similar thing you know as far as just passing the eye test even if he's not necessarily the the um, apple of the eye of the fantasy community at least from the sharp side and you know possibly for a PPR perspective you know we saw him run better as he goes down the stretch there we're expecting the Browns to be involved in the playoff on. so totally makes sense to me as far as the Delta's perspective for for the regular season so um, I'm back on the clock here I need to take my wide receiver and I think I'll go to the guy that you were choosing between I'll take AJ Brown um, obviously I'm really excited about what that Titans offense is going to look like this year. I'm pumped about, uh, Tannehill having Julio on the other side to take some of that coverage from, from him. And I think AJ Brown, uh, we're going to see possibly peak AJ Brown here going into his, his third season. So, uh, not much to say. I think we all like AJ Brown going into this year, but very excited to have him on my card team. I think he has a great opportunity to increase his card mo- uh, market as he, uh, just increases his overall skill set, his overall production.
0: Love that! All right, final pick in the inaugural fantasy sports card dibs draft. I am going to select from Gary's Giants Saquon Barkley. Uh, really like Saquon as a running back. I think there's just kind of this. Uh, he, there was the, the whole off season narrative and, and not showing their hand with the injuries and, and downplaying that or upplaying the injury. Uh, I think that he's going to be ready to go week one. I think he's going to smash week one and throughout the season. If the giants have any chance of having a good offense, I think he's going to be heavily involved. Uh, there may be an outside chance that he has a shot at Fantasy's overall RB one. If he gets the workload that we expect him to for an entire season. Really like Saquon, his market's down to just with the uncertainty around his, you know, around his return. So I uh, really like taking an, taking advantage while that's still low, get some delta there and and steal a guy from Gary's hometown Giants.
1: Uh, yeah, I was thinking about doing it as well. I mean, you know, we saw him in his rookie year behind as bad of an offensive line as they're going to have this year, which is going to be bad. Uh, still perform very highly at a s at a fantasy from a fantasy perspective, from a stats perspective, you know, I think, and I think the hate's gone too far from an ADP perspective. I think we're going to, where people are underdrafting, uh, Saquon at this point. And I think as long as he's on the field, ready to go. And even if his workload is limited a little bit for the first couple of weeks, I think by week three, four there, he'll be at a, a normal, uh, you know, amount of touches. So I think Saquon is um, a good good ba- a bet for a bounce back year for uh, obviously the prolific running back.
0: All right, guys, this was a ton of fun. I think we're going to call it there. We've completed our drafts. We'll monitor the ROI performance weekly and throughout the rest of the season, we'll see who has bragging rights as this thing closes out. Adam, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Uh, big thanks to Dibs for the partnership and for having us uh, having us go over the fantasy draft think we'll call it there for Adam, for Gary. I'm Cody. I'll see you next week.